Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today we have an entitled parent story with unrealistic bathroom expectations. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Entitled Father demands my friend to let him and his family on the plane. This didn't happen to me personally, but I was a direct witness to all of it. Backstory, my family is rich. Like, really rich. Like, owns two private jets rich. You get the point. She and her brothers are some real estate developers for rich clientele all over Asia. I was needing to get to Singapore to head back to Europe since my flight origin is in Singapore and my original flight from Indonesia was cancelled. I told my friend this and she and her brother had business in Singapore on the day I depart from there. So they offered me a seat on one of their jets while we all go together to Singapore. I was super thankful. Two days before, my friend texted me to let me know that in total there are four of us flying to Singapore. This is important and such details like weight and suitcase weight. Come to the day of the flight, I came first while friend's brother was checking the plane, he was flying the plane, and then friend arrived. I asked quickly who the fourth passenger was, and friend said it was a friend of the father's who needed to get to Singapore as well. Then male Karen arrived. Not just him though, his wife and four kids. They just poured out of the car and started running to the plane. My friend stopped them obviously and demanded an explanation, as male Karen said it was only him. The convo was in Cantonese, but friend translated for me later on. Friend said, what the heck is this? Mel Karen, you said it was only you. They say yes, originally, but seeing as I'm in Singapore for a week, I wanted to bring my family along. They just called it last minute. Mel Karen, we only have four seats on this plane. It's me, OP, you, and friend's brother. We have a small jet. It's not going to fit five more. They say, well, you just sit in the cockpit and kick him out. What's he doing here anyways? He's my friend and I invited him, whereas you, on the other hand, are a guest. You asked me the other day what plane it was. I told you which one and you still brought more people? This is unacceptable. Put them on a commercial flight, but not here. They say, we still have luggage. I'm not paying extra if I'm going commercial. And Mel Karen showed seven or eight bags, and these were not like duffel bags. These were huge metal hard suitcases. Probably already four to five kilos for the bag alone. Mel Karen's wife said, when are we boarding? It's so hot. Just let the kids board. Come on. Friend's brother said, excuse me, I'm the pilot here, and no one is boarding. Only the four people that were asked. What the freak, man? Mel Karen said, I'm not asking now. I am demanding you let me and my family on this plane, or I'll tell your father you disobeyed me, disobeyed your elders. Friend said, you're forgetting that this plane belongs to the two of us, so we have as much of a right to control who and what is getting into the plane. We are not arguing about this. It's either you get on this plane, and you only, or get out. We are not dealing with this. Mel Karen says, but I have children. So does everyone else in the world. What makes them special? We have business to do, so come on. Mel Karen says, no, this is bullcrap. I hate this. Just let my kids and wife in. I'm begging you. Friend said, what part of the small jet did you not understand? It's still five people. 
It's extremely unsafe since the kids are already far from being babies. Male Karen began to get red with anger and started flinging the suitcases all over the place. One, narrowly missing the plane's wing. Mel Karen's wife was trying to mellow the situation and even telling Mel Karen it was worth a shot, but they can fly commercial and that they have the money. Mel Karen wouldn't let up. He was wailing around, throwing suitcases, even tried to grab mine, which Mel Karen's wife said no, and he didn't. Mel Karen's wife at this point started gathering the kids to bring to the car. Mel Karen still screaming and throwing his bag and almost hit friend. At a last dash of desperation, Male Karen started ordering friend and friend's brother as if he were the parent, threatening to ground them, threatening to call their parents or even the transportation safety board and whatnot. He even tried to take a swing at friend, only for him to lose his balance and fall to the ground. Friend was really far and he didn't even make contact. Male Karen then literally started crying, saying all kinds of nonsense. By this time, Mail Karen's wife had already put the kids into their car, and Mail Karen's wife was just standing from afar, seeing her husband having a tantrum. We all just stood there staring at each other and Mail Karen while he's on the ground freaking out. Friend said, Two choices. You or not. Mail Karen says, I won't go unless my family's on board. Fine. Then just us three. Come on, OP. Mail Karen's wife, take this trash away. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Mel Karen's wife did just that, but with still some resistance. Mel Karen crying and saying it's not fair and that the children aren't susceptible to adults anymore, referring to friend and friend's brother. Mel Karen's wife said friend and friend's brother were adults and were having adult conversations, but Mel Karen was the child. They left and we left. I could tell friend was strained and fell asleep during the entire flight. Flight was good, by the way. I feel like this quickly went from entitled parent trying to get their way to just being really sad really quickly. When it just got to the point where this guy is just wailing both his suitcase and his head off, I mean, it's just sad, right? You take a step back and you're just like, man, this dude has some issues. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of these entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... My dad pulls me and my little sister from all the places we go to and stopped spending money on our education because I didn't meet his expected marks. This happened around the time I finished my ninth grade term test and got the results. In my country, you need to do well on the ninth grade second term test and make up for any mistakes in 10th mock exam in order to take an exam known as O-level. Only after passing an O-level, you would be eligible to study in grade 11 and 12, which would be equivalent to high school in most countries. When I got the results, I did well in almost all subjects, except for Islam and maths. The Islam test was in my native language, and comprised of mostly theory questions, which have to be answered in a specific way which we weren't aware of. As for maths, the school decided to add three more subjects to the syllabus a week before, Subjects that would have usually have taken around a month for them to be fully covered, so it was bound to go wrong for most students. I had also gone through an accidental overdose because the doctor gave me the wrong dosage, so I was almost completely out of it for most of the tests. When my father saw the results, he questioned why I didn't get better marks, that I should get above 80% in all subjects, and that I should have remembered what I learned before. 
He says this knowing the syllabus was changed and that I was barely awake and couldn't think properly during the days I was sick. He also said things like, This is your religion. Why are you getting such low marks? And, I didn't spend so much money on your education for you to get such low marks. I scored around 65-78% to in all subjects except for maths, which was 56%. Later, my mom broke the news to me that my dad had declared that he removed me and my little sister from all tuitions and other activities, and that we can only go to places that doesn't require any money to be spent as well as declaring that he wouldn't pay for anything related to our education or other expenses, food, Wi-Fi, etc. He also yelled at her and called her every name under the sun and said things along the line of, You are spreading evil in the house and you are ruining the children by giving them devices. I spend most of my day either studying or making art, and my little sister is only allowed to use her tablet on the weekends, so the statement is obviously false. This man, who is barely home, almost never talks to his children or wife and treats them like slaves, spends most of his time in his office or his room and would never ask how his kids are, decided to do this right before the most important year of my life. At the moment, I'm in Trivandrum on holidays because the tickets were bought a year in advance. He never once called or asked how his wife or children were and only called once to ask what the plate number for my mom's moped was. My mom was too scared to continue riding her Scoopy and my dad decided to take it. I'm two to three days away from going back to my home country. I don't even know if he would let us back into the house. My mom says she would find a way to pay for our education and other stuff, so we shouldn't have to worry. But I still worry that it wouldn't be the worst of what may come in the future. I just think it's so depressing how if you don't live up to their standards academically, especially when you're in a very trying time, they're so blatantly willing to just give up on their family. They're essentially just saying, forget it, you're failures, you didn't do the one thing I wanted you to do. I'm done. I'm retiring from being a father. This next story is, Entitled Mother Uses My Inheritance to Bail My Brother Out, Part 3. I waited to do another update until I had something really good and oh boy do I have a good one. Friday evening, I realized that I hadn't heard from Entitled Mother since Thursday morning, so I tried to call her. Given her age and medical problems, I try to check on her as much as I can. But Friday, she never answered or called back. I called her all day Saturday. She didn't answer or call back. I dropped by her house. Nobody home, but the door was unlocked. I thought that she had just stepped out to the store. So I left her a note and took the kid to the movies, and here is where it gets interesting. I had a message waiting from a person that I didn't even know existed, much less interacted with. The message was basically, your mom and brother are in jail in a faraway county. Her bond is 75,000 and his is a million. I flipped out. No way do I have 10% required for a bondsman for her. He can rot in there as far as I'm concerned. But an elderly woman with huge medical problems who has never spent time in jail doesn't need to be there. She never called me herself, I want to emphasize. It took a random stranger to tell me. So I spent Sunday calling the jail to make sure she had her meds, feeding her dogs, and locking down her house to make sure that if any of Entitled Brother's friends came around, they wouldn't rob her blind. When I went to do the lockdown, there was a man there. A man with a really bad M mouth. A man who had been living in her basement. 
She's very naive, and with anyone else besides those in her family, especially those she deems unfortunate, she helps. This guy started promising that he would help her out and watch the place to make sure nobody came around. I wanted to believe him because, holy cow, does she have a lot of animals and lord knows I can't just sit there to make sure that her property is safe. But as Wonderful Husband pointed out, anyone who has anything to do with Entitled Brother is probably no good. Yesterday afternoon, Wonderful Husband and I go to her house and we caught three friends scaling her fence, intending to go up her very long, very steep driveway on foot because her gate was closed and locked. We ran them off. It wasn't pretty, but I've lost every ounce of patience with these people. We do what needs to be done and go home. Upon getting home, I call the sheriff's office non-emergency line, explain the situation to them, and ask that they step up patrols on her street. I should have called 911 when I saw those people, but I didn't. Hindsight and all that, they were already aware of the situation, as they're familiar with Entitled Brother and his ways, and agreed to drive by a couple more times. I also described the people and their vehicle just in case. About two hours later, I receive a text. They've just arrested five people at your mom's house. It's a very small town and everybody knows everybody else's business, so it didn't take long for that information to reach me. That's as much as I know for now. I'm sure more stuff will happen today, so I'll post again after work. Although we don't have full context as to what exactly is going on here, you can tell that Entitled Brother and his gang of hooligans are pretty horrendous. And I'm just wondering what Entitled Brother did to get the mother in jail for $75,000. I just can't imagine Entitled Mother or not, her finding a way to get a bond of $75,000 on her own. She's just an elderly lady seeming to get taken advantage of left and right. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Tourists Yell at Me for Speaking Dutch, Being Queer, and Wearing a T-Shirt. Okay, here's just a bit of context. I'm not originally from here, and because of that, they confused me as an American. I was born in South Africa. I don't live in Amsterdam, not even close, literally a whole province away. And I'm not a very confrontational person. Any kind of confrontation makes me nervous and or upset, which mostly ends in me having a meltdown. I'm not autistic, by the way, that's just how I call it. Anyways, let's begin. This happened today. I'm still in disbelief. Now I, female, 13, was bored and went to the action slash pets place to get some food, drinks, and treats for my cat and dogs. After spending some money in the budget at the action, if you want to know what I got, it was a Mango Loco Monster, Toblerones, and other chocolates, and I was heading to the pets place to maybe get some treats for my dogs or cat. This is where I noticed that there wasn't a cashier there. They probably were in the staff-only area, not sure. And the entitled mother, about 28 to 34, she had a pretty good skincare routine. And her three kids, they looked around 3, 5, and 7. I paid it no mind since I thought they were just exploring other parts of Holland other than Amsterdam or Gouda. I was just pacing around, which I admit was pretty suspicious, especially since the dog aisles and cat aisles were on the opposite sides of the building. But it was... Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Mostly because I didn't know what to get. Since I only had about 6 euros in my pocket and most of the dog treats were around 7 euros or more, while the cat treats were 5 euros max. Anyways, so I was just heading back over to the cat aisle when I hear Entitled Mother with her spawn in tow calling me from across the store. Entitled Mother in a heavy southern accent, yeehaw partner, excuse me, you there with the black and yellow shirt. I was wearing a Sabaton tee, the Great War if you want to know. I just love Sabaton, okay? Me, clueless. Who? Entitled Mother in a hillbilly mating call. You, brown haired girl with the ugly t-shirt. Who, me? Girl, who are you yelling at? Entitled mother still shrieking. Speak English, you're in an English country. What was she smoking? I really want some of that. Holland is a Dutch country. Duh, the people just know English since they teach it here. Me with a slight South African accent. Okay, what do you want? I'm just trying to get stuff for my cat since the dog treats are too expensive. I know I sounded kind of rude here, but I honestly don't enjoy when someone is just screaming in my ear. She says, I need you to leave immediately. My kids are freaked out by your pro-war Nazi shirt and your gay slur hairstyle. You'll turn them into gays and into Nazis. At this point, I'm just dumbfounded. I couldn't tell if she was being serious or not. She literally called me a slur against masculine lesbians. My hair isn't even that short, it's just wavy and airy, which makes it look short. Plus, I did have a lesbian pride pin on my backpack, aka, I'm a lesbian. And she called me the other thing because of my shirt. Which, no, the band who literally made the album and many other albums all have something to do with historical figures in war. 10 out of 10 would recommend their concerts are bomb. So I just answer stating this, since I'm already getting kind of annoyed at her and her kids. Her kids didn't do anything yet, I just don't like kids under the age of 8. Uh, sorry? Why did you call me a slur and a Nazi? You do know that that's not what this t-shirt is about, right? It's pretty educational. Entitled Mother looks like she's going to implode or something. She's straight up red and the veins in her neck are popping out. Yelling once again, You have no right to talk to me like that, you bench. Where are your parents? 
To be honest, I couldn't take her seriously with her southern accent, but I was also horrified for my life because I could tell that she had pepper spray in her front pocket. Me shaking from laughter and nervousness. Ma'am, my parents specifically sent me here to get some snacks for me, my brother, them, and my pets. I was already in the action next door, I just have to find some snacks for my cat and I'll be on my way. Entitled Kid, 5 years old, said, Mommy, I want snack too. She says, okay, sweetie, let me handle this for you. Turns back to me. What did you get from the action next door? Give it to my precious little son. He's hungry. I say, nah, I'm good. I turn away because I am not dealing with that crap any longer. Entitled mother, straight up screaming her lungs out, calls the ambulance. You little expletive, come back here. You wouldn't leave a single mother and her starving children alone. Me, physically holding back tears due to her yelling. This is why I don't like many of you a merry expletives. Jesus Christ. Entitled mother wails, Manager, manager, she insulted me. You need to call 911 now. Mind you, there wasn't a single cashier in here. He was probably in the storage room. I say, didn't you call me a slur and a Nazi for having a pride pin and wearing a t-shirt? Entitled mother is too busy with her tirade, so I just resort to the last thing I wanted to do and quickly go over to the cat aisle and pick up my cat's favorite snacks. And after checking if the coast was clear, I went over to a cashier booth to pay for my cat's food. Unfortunately, there wasn't a cashier. So when the manager finally came out from the back, he talked to Entitled Mother first. She was having a temper tantrum about how I didn't share my snacks even though I promised her kids I would. I'll call the manager M.M., short for Manager Man. They say, uh, this woman is telling me that you promised her kids food? I say in Dutch, yeah, no, sir, that isn't true. That woman called me a slur and a German World War II soldier because I have shortish hair and I'm wearing a band tee. Entitled mother, thinking I'm agreeing with her, she was pretty dense. Exactly. Finally, you're telling the truth. The manager replies in Dutch, Oh, okay. Thanks for telling me. I'll check the CCTV footage. Be right back. Entitled mother looks at me as if she had won. Manager comes back and tells the entitled mother to get out of the store, since she straight up told a minor multiple slurs. If she didn't comply, they would call the police. Entitled mother is furious, yelling things about me and the manager and that she hopes my cat will die. I got cussing me and the manager out, but what the freak did my cat do? Due to that, I was pretty shaken up. Manager rung me up and I paid for my cat snacks, and I went over to another store to go for another monster, the regulars this time. I'm still baffled that she hoped my cat will die, but don't worry, the entitled mother and her spawn got into their rented car and sped off, and my cat is okie dokie. She loves her new snacks. Well, I, for one, out of this whole experience, am just glad that the cat got some nice snacks. But I also kind of hope the dogs got something, too. Needless to say, this lady is just crazy and does not help the appearance of American tourists at all. Not that they had necessarily a shining reputation to begin with. This next story is... Entitled Aunt annoyed that her adult daughter and her then-fiancé weren't going to be there for the Xmas Eve toast. I've been debating on posting about this for months now, but I think I'm finally gonna do it. So I, 23-year-old female, have a big family on my mother's side. I have three aunts in total on my mother's side, two of them I get along with, but there's one who a lot of people get annoyed by. I think she's entitled, and one cousin said she was crazy, 
I have a list of stories about this ant, but we'd be here for a while. An example I'll list is that we were discussing if we should go to a different spot for vacation. We go to the beach every year, and we were thinking of going to a lake because we believed it would be easier on my grandmother. Several people, myself included, said they were okay with the lake idea, but my aunt sent a link to a beach house and said that she wanted to go to the beach and found a house. I'm actually typing this on vacation right now. Anyway, back to what happened Xmas Eve. Every year on Xmas Eve, we have family and family friends come over to my grandmother's house, mingle, and hang out. This is pretty much the biggest get-together of the year. My late grandfather started a tradition that all the men gather in the kitchen with shots, and someone says a small speech and then they cheers and drink. December 2022 was no different in terms of this tradition. We were all hanging out and there were people wondering when we were doing the toast. We were an hour later than when we usually do. It turns out that my aunt was trying to delay the toast because her daughter, 32, and her then-fiancé, now-husband, weren't at the house. They were visiting family on the fiancé side. Anyway, the men were getting their shots filled while us women were in the dining room, pretty much connected rooms, taking videos and stuff like that. Everyone was ready and we wanted to go ahead and get started on the toast. My aunt then said that we needed to wait a few minutes because her daughter and fiancé were on their way. At this point, everyone was getting annoyed because we've already wasted an hour waiting. My aunt said several times to just wait because they'd be here in a minute. Thing is, it's already been 5-10 to minutes. A lot of people protested about how we've been waiting long enough and that we should just do the toast already. Eventually, my aunt, very annoyingly, was like, Okay, fine, just go ahead and do it. And right when we were about to start, that's when they walked in. We were quick to start telling the fiancé to get in the kitchen so we can start the toast. The thing was, had it been anyone else not there when we were about to say the toast, my aunt would have just said to continue with the toast and not be willing to wait on them, but because it included her daughter, she was throwing a hissy fit. I believe my sister got part of her fit on video, but I don't have it, and even if I did, I wouldn't share it due to the privacy of my family and family friends, and the fact that there were minors, small kids, in the video. This is only one of many stories of my aunt, but I figured I'd share this one since my aunt is once again being annoying and entitled on vacation. So, yay. I mean, at the crux of this fit, I kind of understand why she's like, well, can we wait? But if everybody else agrees, we're all here, it's the tradition, unfortunately they're gonna miss it and let's go forward, you can't just keep wailing and try to ruin the whole thing and keep delaying it. Definitely a very self-serving moment. Our next story is, does anyone have a relationship with an emotionally abusive parent? Is it worth it to you? It was just me and her growing up. She said awful things about my family and it caused me to isolate myself. It all started when I turned 11. She started off by calling me a tramp, having angry outbursts at least once a week where she would throw and break stuff. She swore that I was playing psychological warfare by accidentally butt-dialing her. I suggested therapy for years. She refused. I was a calm kid because I was so scared. As I grew up, things escalated. Eventually, she started locking me out the house, 16 to 20, and I didn't have anywhere to sleep. She told me to end things, pulled knives on me, and started having episodes where she would hysterically laugh and cry and throw herself on the floor. When I turned 21, she kicked me out. She tells everyone that I ran away. She found my friends and their parents on Facebook and claimed that I'd abandoned her and she was worried about me. 
A couple of years ago, she claimed she was dead. Cops came to her house and I rushed over. She told me that I was a great actress but to stop pretending I cared for her. I've tried. I've tried to have sympathy. I've tried to help her. But according to her, I'm a horrible person because I cut her out. What kind of child does that? And she's never done anything to deserve that. She refuses to acknowledge anything harmful she's done. So I stopped caring. I cut her out and feel so much better. A year ago, I suffered some health issues that left me disabled. It's due to genetics. So when I was cognizant enough, I informed her to get an MRI immediately to avoid complications. She was under the belief that I'd been abducted and was being held for ransom. She did not take my message seriously. Because of my health issues, I've been in contact with my family, who denies everything she's ever said. They're aware of her outbursts, and we all agree that she must have some form of mental illness. They think I should help her get therapy and on meds and attempt to foster a relationship with her. I honestly am too tired. I still have surgeries every other month and want to prioritize my health. Do you think I should attempt a relationship with her? Honestly, although to me it sounds like she could definitely benefit from some very interventional type therapy, I don't think it's worth it for OP to get themselves involved in this when OP's already in a vulnerable time. I would say don't cave to the peer pressure and keep in mind how much better it was and how much better you felt when you cut her off. This next story is, because apparently I can control who comes into the bathroom? It's been a few weeks and everything has died down so I think it's safe to post this. I was in charge of cleaning a bathroom and everything was going relatively smoothly. Now, generally, you don't see people of the opposite sex in the restroom and, for the record, I don't care who uses my restroom as long as they don't cause trouble. So I was cleaning the restroom when a man walked out of a stall with a deer caught in headlights look. He explains to me in broken English that he wasn't paying attention to where he was walking and didn't realize that he was in the women's room. I, thinking he's an idiot, tell him it's okay and send him on his way. Next thing I know, here comes this lady with four or five kids. Did you see that guy come out of the restroom? She screams in my face. Once my hearing comes back, I nod and explain what the situation was. Now, this is usually enough to calm the entitled parent, scientific name, Demandicus Thingus, and get her out of my face before she deafens me. But not this lady. Her eyes get boggle big and she gapes like a fish out of water. I can't believe that. What would have happened if he hurt my babies? Would you have stood by? Now the situation is really getting crazy. In comes my manager for a routine bathroom inspection. I wave her over, thinking that at least if this lady sees my manager, she'll calm the frick down. Manager walks this lady out, listening to her. I don't see manager again until the end of the night, and she looks frazzled. That bad, huh? I asked her. I spent one hour after I saw you listening to Mrs. Conservative Conspiracy Theorist, listening to her crazy rant about how this country's going down the drain, and another hour explaining to security why I never wanted to see her on property again, manager said. All because she thinks I can control who comes into the bathroom. I mean, is it really that hard to believe that someone can make an innocent mistake such as walking into the wrong bathroom? I mean, if anything, OP can verify that they didn't do anything weird once they were in there because they seemed to just come out of the stall and be done with their business and apologize. You just gotta love how this lady immediately jumps to that this guy was a predator and had ulterior motives and why isn't anyone saving us from these horrendous predators? 
Sorry, ma'am, let me install a crow's nest and I'll keep on bathroom watch. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out the video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.